Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Boyven, here with my co-host, Laurel Holland. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. Well, welcome back, Laurel. I'm so glad to be spending time with you again. I love our conversations and I love sharing all that we are with our listeners. I do too. I look forward to this so much. I do too. And I hope that our uh, listeners hear our conversations as invitations to their own beautiful work. And, and I hope, um, I guess if I had a big hope today for our listeners, I hope you're inspired to do one thing different after listening to the podcast today. And hopefully we're going to have some good suggestions because we're talking about responding well to when other people change. Mm. This is a good one. It is, it is. And I think our automatic oh, response, usually our reaction to other people changing is, uh-oh. <laughs> so how do we kind of like, you know, turn that button off and start a new one, right? That's the, that's right. the, big, that's the big challenge on this one today. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. I have so many examples when. Oh, good, good. Good, good. Um, so let's dig in with one. Okay. The one that came to mind as we were yeah. coming into this space together was, uh, and my husband reminded me of this recently, mm-hmm. when um, there was a, I don't know exactly when it was. I'm going to say it was in the last 10 years that he started to dress a little bit differently. And I, That's of course, was like, what is, what is happening? You're changing. Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, right. As if the only time the man has ever changed is when he has a girlfriend, which he's never had, by the way. But <laughs> I that's know. where my brain goes, right? But that's and but so, that's the, that's what we're talking about. That's the the, the immediate, most of the time the immediate reaction is, uh oh. Yeah, I'm in trouble. He's yeah. changing. Yeah. I don't Something know what's must happening be going here. On. Something, yeah, I don't know how this is going to impact me if he changes. Um, And it's so interesting because, you know, I think that it's really important for me in in this relationship with him um, to think about how I treat change within, within when he changes or, yes, when he changes, our relationship changes, right? And when our relationship change, maybe I change or, or the opposite. Sometimes I'm the one changing, right? And yeah, right. And how is he responding? And it's so interesting when I think about the topic of responding to others as they change or responding to others change. There are people in our lives and I'll, in my life, I expect to change my children, right? I expect yeah. them to change. I look forward to seeing the changes they make in their life and their growth. Yeah. Yet 
when my husband changes, I'm nervous. What the heck? <laughs> I know. And I think it's that whole idea of, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head right from the beginning is um, the idea of if somebody's changing, uh-oh, what's that going to, how is that going to be bad for me, right? Like we don't think, oh, you're changing, you're cleaning up the kitchen more often. Uh, that's a terrible thing. Uh oh, <laughs> right? Or you know, uh, but maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you think something's going on there. <laughs> um, but this whole idea of it's true. You know, our I think our our big concern or the big uh uh-uh moment is, uh oh, what is this going to mean for me? Is it going to mean? Is it going to be a bad thing for me? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it really yeah. does. It it creates this sense of a subconscious. Am I still safe? Right? Yes, Am I safe? Yes. Right? Yeah. And so um, th- that is something I think that I have to work on myself. And I, I imagine, I mean, I, my clients, I have clients that have to work on this too. When other people change, you know, it happens a lot with a change in management. When, mm-hmm. when there's a reorganization and there's a new manager coming in, you know, people get nervous. What does that mean for them? Right. I lived that before, too. And so um, there was a point in my corporate career when I decided that all of the people, my mentors, the people I looked up to in a professional um, way where I thought I respected them, I admired them professionally. What I realized was the common denominator was that they continued to do their job well, regardless of the changes around them or above them. Mm. And that was such an important lesson on a professional level. So now I'm thinking to myself as I'm speaking the words, how can I bring that into my personal life Mm. and not make it about me, right? Yeah, right, right. I think that that's ultimately the thing, right? Is is to have, how do we detach or begin to, not desensitize, but but um, de-escalate de- uh, ourselves from this idea of when somebody's changing that it that um, that it it could impact us in a in a bad way, right? And just be really uh, like, how do we make it a more open, neutral field? Oh, look at that! That's different now. I wonder what that's about, right? That thing you know you always talk about, which I love, which is how do we bring curiosity into the situation yes. rather than resistance, right? Yeah, or fear, right? How can right. you be curious? Mm-hmm. Because the same question, how is this going to affect me or impact me, can be said with the undertones of fear or with curiosity. It's the same question, right? It's just right. what is the emotion that we're bringing to the question? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I and I do think that as we were um, as we talked about a little bit um, in our commitment podcast is this idea of uh, uh, it's it's just not all about me, right? It is about what's best for other people in the relationship, the relationship itself, and then what's what's good for me as well, and. Um, and so uh, that brings a neutrality as well into the experience, into a, and 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 more of a curiosity. Okay, well, how might this impact the relationship, or or what might this mean for me or us yeah. going forward? That's different. And I think for me, it just so much comes back to communication too. You know, I think I I tended I've I've had to learn that I tend to be 
I think about what I want and then I've integrated it so much inside me that I just then start doing it differently. And I might have missed the communication piece to my other people, right? Because I've had internalized it so much. So I think that's, that's such a key part. You know, I've had to grow in my ability to communicate that um, as I've thought about what I want, what I'm doing differently. Oh, by the way, I might be doing this differently in the future. <laughs> and so as you've learned to communicate about your own changes to other people. Does that help you when you experience other people changing? I think it does. I think um, it's helped me, again, go to that more neutral place of, oh, it seems like this is different now for you, or you're doing this different than you used to do, differently than you used to do. So um are you planning on doing that way all the time? Or, you know, if it's not good, you might, is that the way it's going to be from now on? I just want to work out my side of the equation over here. Yeah. I, cause I do, I mean, our, I think our behaviors when we're talking about um, anything that has to do with uh, any kind of relationships or any kind of situation where other people are involved, there is some impact to other people. And so the more we can communicate um, you know, what we're thinking about, how it is impacting us, um, having it be more conversational rather than accusatory. And I think out in the world today, right now in 2022, I think people are moving more in the direction of being more accusatory, blaming, extreme in their language. And I think we, we need to yank it all back and be more conversational, more curious, more communicative, um, more deliberate in how we're, we're speaking. That's my opinion. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really an important reminder because when we think about responding to other people, other people's changes or others, when others are changing and we're responding, how we communicate, you know, openly and with curiosity about you know, when we want to ask them, we want to better understand their changes, right? Yeah. It's how we're communicating, giving them permission to change, or at least accepting that people change, right? And I think mm -hmm. in the world we live in today, that is probably difficult that there's not a lot of understanding and acceptance yeah. in, it, in many areas. So I think that's a really good reminder. Yeah. You know, and as you and were talking, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, as you were talking about, you know, when someone changes and often we make it about us, right? Um, and it might in, it might inspire, inspire some fear. It might, right? It might cause some fear, uncertainty, insecurity. One of the questions I love to use with clients is, what am I making it mean? Mm. And it's a good journal prompt. What am I making it mean? Yeah. When you notice yourself judging someone else's change or feeling insecure, what am I making it mean? And then the next step is what else could it possibly mean? Mm -hmm. And then I often assign, give the task of writing 25 things, other possibilities, in addition to what I'm making it mean. So if I play this out with the example of my husband changing great. his style, it could have meant, you know, all the possibilities in addition to my, do you have a girlfriend? Um, <laughs> it it might've also meant the styles had changed for men and I was unaware. It could have meant 
he lost weight and I was unaware. (laughs) It could have meant that he was well into his 40s and had enough courage and audacity to dress how he wanted to dress all his life, but never dared to before. It could have meant a million so things. things. Yes, yes, I love so that's that. Why I, the exercise is really fun. What else could it possibly mean? I love that. It, it reminds me of uh, the don't make uh, don't make assumptions agreement in the four agreements. Um, it, it, but I like the um, what could you be making that mean, or what could that what, what meaning might you assign to that? Because I think it's like what are you assuming is uh, sounds almost like more blaming or I don't know something, but this whole, that, that really, it really makes you take ownership of your own imagination and your own assignment of meaning to things. And I think we do this a lot, right? I think as a culture, we do this a lot. Oh, if you're a Republican, you must, you know, it means this, you know, you must X, Y, Z, you must believe blah, 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 blah. And I don't, and I think there's such a range in all of that. So this idea of uh, really thinking through and understanding that we're making meaning of things where we might be off, way off the, the truth, whatever the truth is for somebody else. Yeah. And there's a world of possibilities before yeah. we discover what the truth is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's interesting when you talk about that, that we, you know, we assume and we create a story in our head so easily and we yeah. hold on to that story, but it's only one perspective. And it's yeah. not until we really challenge, you know, what are we making it mean and what else could it possibly mean that opens it. We can be bigger visionaries when we start to think about all of the possibilities rather than the single assumption that we've claimed as our own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to um, finish this podcast without talking a little bit about um, the, the kind of emotional response to when people are changing. Cause I feel like sometimes that's one of the, uh, I don't know, trickier, heavier, or harder, or, or also more, it's, it's more in the nervous system kind of response that oh, we, we won't, might want to change, but we find, how do I do it? I, I'm not, I'm not making strides doing this. So um, you can refer back to our tapping um, uh, session uh, from last season, our tapping podcast, because I feel like that's a really good tool to use when you're working with having a really strong emotional response to something that's going on in your life. So we won't get into that today. But um, I do think that uh, if you find that you do have like an, an immediate, anxious, fearful kind of response and you feel it really physically in your body, um, you know, you, you really do want to work on this topic because that's so disruptive to, to life and to your well-being ultimately, right? And that um, we go back to kind of the beginning, Laurel, where you said, you know, like, uh, I don't feel safe, right? I might not feel safe anymore in this situation. And so um, if you find that you're stuck there or you're stuck there often in that space, know that doing this work can be so incredibly life-changing and improving for you if you're willing to do some of this change work that we're talking about, the inner work of 
um, not reacting anymore, but responding well to situations. And so let's let's kind of map it out a little bit, Laurel, so we can sure because um, I feel like with this particular topic, there's almost a little bit of a um, step by step or 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 possible step by step. So if you're really struggling with this, first thing you'd want to do is notice, wow, I seem to really respond in an anxious way or a stressful way to change or to when people are changing or things around me are changing. So just naming it as that and then identifying, um, you know, what your reaction is. Like, it, do you get really uh, clammy? Do you, does your stomach ache? Do you have headaches? You know, um, do you just uh, avoid the situation? Start noticing what is your behavior and what are your feelings around yes. that? Would that be where you'd start? With it? it is yeah. it, absolutely, and mm-hmm. and um, realizing where it is in my body and what how my body's reacting to it, right? Yeah, yeah. That, those are really good indicators to let us know. Um, you know, just I guess maybe our tendency or our patterns. When mm-hmm. oftentimes I think the symptoms of fear show up as anxiety or or depression or um, crankiness, right? Right. Mm-hmm. If I, right. Am I, if I'm not willing to communicate, if I really shut down and respond negatively to someone else's change mm-hmm. or changes around me, it's a yeah. really good indication that there's some underlying emotion that my body thinks I'm unsafe. Like there's a threat to myself if others are changing. Yeah, yeah. And the work here, um, if you find, particularly if it's like an ongoing pattern for you would be to really begin to do some inner work around it so that you can start changing your relationship with, um, you know, when change is happening outside you. And then the way that we do that is start to build a sense of inner security. Of, I'm going to be okay. I can take care of myself. I'm, I can work through whatever c- comes my way. There's a lot of self-talk or affirming kind of statements that you want to work into believing and, and feeling as your new truth. Because when I said those three things, you might have, you know, the listener might have heard and gone, oh, I don't no, that's not true. I mean, what would happen if X, Y, and Z? Of course, I'm not going to be okay. My life would be over. Or I would be in terrible straits or whatever, right? And so, yeah, there's, there's some real work here in terms of developing inner security and a sense of self-reliance. Yes. And one of the, um, one of the ways I work through this with clients when there's change happening and they're a little bit um, disrupted by change, you know, in the reminder or the journal exercise of what have you successfully, you know, navigated in the past, Right. When have you experienced tremendous change that you were anxious or nervous or fearful of, but after the change happened, you landed on your feet, you are on your feet, you're stronger than you were before. So, you know, when we think about holding on to those stories of our resilience or our ability to successfully navigate change is really important. It is really important. And I think we're all resilient in our own ways. And if you feel like you're, you may not be as resilient, you can certainly build that. It's like a muscle internally, Absolutely. just like self-confidence is a muscle that you grow, right? Resilience is a muscle that you grow. And so you, uh, you know, kind of start small. And sometimes um, I think 
you know, committing to some small, um, manageable routine that challenges you, puts you a little out of kind outside your comfort zone, maybe, I don't know, doing a workout or taking yoga when you're not comfortable with that or something that, you know, takes you again in a space where you feel like you, 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 you know, you can do it. It just feels like a lot and proving to yourself, Hey, I can do that. And I, I stepped up to that situation. Sometimes that's one of the ways to build um, that resiliency muscle. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, before we end, I want to just mention too, that sometimes the flip side of, um, you know, having fear around or a fear response or a negative response around others changes there are those of us, and I'm going to claim I am like this as well, that I look forward to change. I love change. I want people to change. Sometimes I want everything to change. And when I get too focused on that side of, you know, it's like the, the um, pendulum, right, of yeah. you don't want it and you respond neg- negatively or you want it so much that you're you know, you're seeking it. Yeah. Um, I, I also journal in that space too. Yeah. What are the feelings and the excitement going to bring and what are they going to mask? You know, why do I, why, why am I so excited about change and other people changing? What does it mean to me or for me? And what am I missing you know, what am I missing now in my life that I need someone else to change so I can have that? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up too, Laurel, because I feel like um, uh, it's kind of the, the shadow side of, of not being able to respond well to people changing is wanting them, needing them to change. I need you to change. Well, what if they're not going to so change? I don't have to. That's right. That's right. I need exactly. you to change, so I don't have to. <laughs> That's right. And I don't have to deal with what I don't want anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. So to be able to look at it through that lens. Um, and I would say, uh, you know, as I, as I think about closing out today, coming, always circling back to, you know, when other people are changing and, and it's, it's making you think, is this, is this really what I want? You know? is, well, what do you want? You know, getting clear in what do you want and is, it, is the change going against that or, or causing a problem in that way for you? Because I think that's the way you can also come back to the dialogue about it well and to start negotiating if things need to change some more or you want them to change some more or whatever is to be clear in what you're advocating for, not just why you you can't change you can't change why why can't you that's right that's right Mm -hmm. it's a good reminder yeah any other uh coming up for you before we close out laurel any other journaling or suggestions for our listeners um you know maybe the question of um back to the resilience you know um how have you benefited when others have changed Mm. Mm. yeah yeah that's good that's even if it's a change that you didn't you know you you weren't the driver you didn't expect it you was not your choice but how did you benefit from that yeah yeah that's good good well okay well that's a wrap 
that's a wrap. And um, I would say, you know, I just encourage our listeners, you know, as a whole for, for, uh, you know, in terms of the world today to be a person that doesn't, uh, that is able to start to not immediately, you know, react to change, but can hold space to wonder about the change and what it might be for everybody and to, to grow your skills in that way will help you. Um, I think, you know, in terms of leadership and, and to feel like you're, you know, you're contributing well to uh, resolving, you know, some of the conflict. And oftentimes I think, you know, that's, that's many of our listeners, listeners don't want to have a lot of conflict. So how do you contribute to resolving conflict? Well, right. Hold space for the whole thing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Good. All right, Laura. Well, we'll, we'll be back for more next week. And I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for our conversation today. Yeah. Uh, always. It's always a pleasure. I'll see you again. I'll see you next time, Laurel. Bye for now. Bye, bye for bye. now, everybody. See you next time. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Thanks for being here with us at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.